We're going to the gate. 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 You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Boys, game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. This is your host, Adrian Tadzaniga, and I'm joined live by myself in uh, in a place that sounds acoustically weird. Um, I'll be honest. I'm in a, a attic. It feels like an attic. Who knows what it, it does? How could you care less? There's so much more going on than where I'm positioned. Um, I'm doing an episode alone because everybody's exhausted, which you are listening to this and you're refreshed by now, probably. But everybody else is exhausted because we've basically been watching uh, votes scroll in. It's like it's literally like watching cricket. Um, you have no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden you hear votes are coming in and then it's like one vote instead of 20,000. And then you're like, OK, so wait, what's the score now? And why is that guy running back and forth? And uh, all right, let's cut to John King at the magic wall. Um, if you haven't been watching CNN and John King and Phil Mattingly, which I think of as a young Christian Bale, um, you're really missing out. Uh, all right, let's get into the show. Let's start it with some love and hate brought to you by Fats Ducati. Uh, why do I call out Fats Ducati, you wonder? Because Fats Ducati was kind enough to give $25 a month on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash sports anomaly. Um, that's how we fuel this show because I can't get off my ass to try to do anything else with it. And so it's really for like the nine of you that listen. Uh just that's it. I don't have any joke or anything to say about that. Hopefully I can be funny again in uh, 2021. That's my big plan. Uh, moving on. What do I love this week? First of all, I've loved watching this election and it bringing up my greatest sports metaphors, just like trying to explain it to my fiance, who's Australian, trying to talk on Twitter about it nonstop. Um, you know, it's like keep playing until the final whistle. Give them 60 minutes of hell. Those are not great ones. But uh, just like the comeback and trying to relate this, um, somebody having a lead and then just bombing out reminds me of the Bills and the uh, Houston Oilers. Am I even getting that right? Probably. My brain is all messed up. Um, it's also, I remember thinking um, there was this moment when it felt like Blake Snell had been taken out of the World Series Game 7. It's a Game 6. And I was just like, oh, we won now. We won. It's going to turn. And then it did. And it was not before I went to bed. So anyway, I'm excited about all that. We get to have like a, a nation of sanity and just not somebody screaming. I, like I should be the one screaming at you um, and saying stupid things, not the president. Um, and it doesn't give me any hope that I could be president because I'm not that good at screaming for that long. I've, you only get like 30 minutes to an hour out of me. Um, maybe an hour and 20 on super special episodes that you're like, man, this could have ended 20 minutes ago. Moving on to what I hate this week. Uh, I want to talk about the football team. That's the team in Washington. They are not going to change their nickname through next year. The epitome of laziness and kind of like, uh, you know, it just reminds me of like people who are just like got pushed back on and they're like, well, then I'm not going to do anything about it. Fine. If you don't want me to have a racist sounding team name, then I'm just not going to do anything. And it's like, uh, OK. And part of it is this. I'm playing with the Washington football team in, in Madden 21 in my franchise. Um, and I just 
I like I want more uniforms to choose from. Basically, uh, EA should have been doing this with Madden for years with an online franchise. They should have let us be customizing our uniforms. Instead, we get to do it in the yard where you're wearing like uh, pants from the 80s, um, which look stupid as shit. They're fun. They're dumb, but they are fun. And I would love to have like a a color rush. No, I want like a a zebra rush. I want the zebra rush um, team. By the way, they say it's zebra in Australia. Dumb. Um, So, yeah, I want the zebra rush uh, uniforms for special games. Um, I just would like that. Also, I hate that Colin Kaepernick, my quarterback, wants $28 million a year, and I don't have the cap space for him. So I kept offering him like 22. Hey, I hated to lowball him too. He's done plenty. He's been a great face of the team. But here's what's wild about that, and here's what I hate even more. I signed him, and then I was like, oh, shouldn't I be using Dwayne Haskins? Like, shouldn't I be building up Dwayne Haskins? He's a young quarterback. And so for the first four games, I was all, that was like, my brain was in two different places. I, ended, I knew Kaepernick was better. He was faster. It's just so much better to have a scrambling quarterback in, if you're me, because I'm not that great at standing in the pocket or I flip out and panic. But now I'm starting to get better at standing in the pocket because people expect me to roll out and they've got a guy who's going to tackle me immediately. So basically for the first four games, I didn't really believe in Kaepernick. I was like, oh, I don't know. He's 31. And now after that, I had like an eight game run where I totally believed in him and it was great. There was a time when he had thrown like 11 uh, touchdowns to two interceptions. So I was like, I figured out Colin Kaepernick and he's been amazing for me. And then uh, with two games left in the season, I figured out that I was out of the playoffs, which I basically was already um, because I was six and eight. But I could have I was like, I'm going to finish 500. But then I was like, oh, shit, this is when I should be starting Dwayne Haskins. And uh, so I put Dwayne Haskins in last night and lost 51 to 14. So in a way, it was a victory. But I do, I don't know. Do I franchise tag Colin Kaepernick? I don't, I don't know. I think I could probably use that $28 million elsewhere, considering I'm six and eight. So it's going to be a bittersweet goodbye to Colin Kaepernick. You know, that's capitalism. Elizabeth Warren's my team owner, Washington Warren's. Uh, AOC is my head coach. You know, Colin Kaepernick was my quarterback. It was just a perfect progressive uh, team. You know, it, feel like, it felt like a real fuck you to Daniel Snyder. And that, that I appreciated. But now we've got to move on to Dwayne Haskins, who in real life is like a seven string quarterback. But in Madden, I, you know, the league started before, like when people were like, oh, he's Dwayne, this is going to be good. So I've got like the good Dwayne Haskins. He threw two touchdowns and five interceptions, two pick sixes in the game I played last night. So not, you know, not the greatest thing you've ever seen. But it was his first game, and he was as surprised as I was that he was starting. Uh, I should have started him two games ago, but I did beat the best team in the league. I, I played three of the best teams in the league. First game, I lost 17-14 to 14 on a last-second fumble. Uh, well, actually, within the two-minute warning. And it was the Steelers, and the guy, like, literally, if I threw a pass, he would pick it. But I, I managed to throw passes, figure it out, and it was just an electrifying game. Uh, I was up 14 to seven. He scored. Then I gave up a, a fumble at the 30 and then he scored in the two minutes. And uh, part of me was like, man, if I would have really thought I could make the playoffs, I think I would have won that game. I was sort of, you know, I got all rattled because McLaurin was in my head because he was like, pass the ball to me more. Anyway, I've talked about this in a past episode. The point is I could have won that game. I didn't. That's fine. I was a five and seven team at that point. Then I played the Seattle Seahawks, which are one of the best teams in our league fucking romped him i think it was 35 14 just an absolute decimation a dismantling goodbye colin kaepernick it was just like a tip of the cap to everybody it was just amazing 
And then uh, last night I played the Carolina Panthers, and I what was crazy about it is I kicked off to him, and I was like, go after him. He took it out of the end zone. I'm like, make him fumble. And I did. He fumbled on the opening kickoff. And then he re- he recovered it like some big fat lineman uh, grabbed it. And I was like, what, how? where did that come from? Usually that's like a, a, a six points or you get the ball back. But no. So um, from there, I proceeded to, I think I got him to third down twice. So I felt pretty good about that on my defense. And then afterwards, he's like, man, your, your defensive line's really good. And I was like, uh, I guess 51 points. Um, I don't know if he was paying enough attention to what was actually happening. But moving on to breaking news brought to you by Perfect Tommy, another of our Patreon gods. Um, Some pretty great shit on this breaking news. First of all, Handball 21 is coming on Steam on November 12th, 2020. Now, you've never heard of Handball 21 because you're just living your life. But I've been looking it up and I just thought, what if this... What if Handball 21 is the game that Sports Anomaly really ties its ties its whole ship to, you know, like really loves. Uh, I, I just want to promote it. I want it to be our game of the year. Um, it won't be. I, uh, you know, on November 12th, maybe we'll feel differently about it right now. I just think it's hilarious that Handball 21 is coming out. Uh, go ahead and check out gameplay videos. It looks like a game and it looks like a game. You'd be like, wait, this is a sport. How do they? And I remember being in Europe over the years and just hanging out in bars later at night. And I'd look up at the, you know, just like a, a semi bar club atmosphere. So they have, like, you know, they'll do that with bars more there than in America. And uh, I would just be hanging out, go to the bar to get a drink or whatever. And I would look up and there'd be handball on. And I was just like, oh, this is quaint. Like some people got together. But I think it's like a real sport. So handball 21 is going to be a real education for us all. I don't know how much it's going to cost, so I can't really encourage you to download it. But my goal is to play it and become like the 723rd ranked handball 21 player on Steam and just fucking rub it in everybody's face because you haven't played it, which would be great fun for everyone. Second, breaking news. Now, NHL 94 Rewind is out. Now, what is that? Basically, EA decided everybody talks about how uh, NHL 94 is the greatest one of the greatest sporting games of all time. Sporting games? One of the greatest sporting games of all time. So they decided to re-release NHL 94, but with today's players. If you're a St. Louis Blues fan, sadly, Peter Angelo is still on the team. He's now signed with the Las Vegas Knights, if that's what they're called. The Vegas Knights. Um, the Niterbachers. So I was pretty excited about this when I found out about it. I've I used to, I lived for NHL 94. It was during my college days. I graduated from high school in 93. Mike Young, who's the creative director of Madden, he and I were college roommates. We used to have, and he's going to come on and we're going to talk about our memories of this, but we used to have pieces of paper with all the stats on it. We were hardcore and it like, it was not fist fighty. We'll, I'll confirm that with him, but it was pretty intense. And we loved it. It was just what we did. Um, now, the only way to play it is if you downloaded NHL 21 or pre-ordered. I'm sorry. If you pre-ordered NHL 21, then you get a code and then you can download it. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's cool. I wasn't paying attention. 
I don't think I'll spend $60 on NHL 21 to get it, but I should because this is a sports video game podcast. We just need more Patreons and then I'll just buy all these games. I should actually just EA, uh, email EA, but you know, whatever. That's on me. Anyway, moving on. So I didn't pre-order it. I wasn't paying attention. All of a sudden, uh, now there's no access to NHL 94 Rewind. I can't get it. And that seems bad to me. Um, I would really, I think that is dumb. And my hope, and this is their idea, is that if it's wanted enough, that people will uh, be able to download it. I don't understand how that works. I don't understand that metric that they just go, it, like they, they lick their finger and they're like, and they stick it up in the air and feel the wind. And they're like, man, people people are really clamoring for this. Like I, I tweeted the at NHL EA whatever thing and that didn't matter. Um, so that's fun. Um, and I'm annoyed now because a couple days ago, I was like, this would be the perfect like 15 minute intermission from like watching CNN and refreshing this one page I found, which is an Excel spreadsheet of how many votes are left in Georgia and Pennsylvania. It's just like a crazy thing. Um, and going to ClarkCounty.gov's website and watching a vote, a vote count. I'm, I'm really in on this de- democracy thing right now. But so anyway, I wasn't paying attention. I missed the pre-order, which I would have done. Actually, I think I would have done it. Uh, NHL 94 we want now I just want to get it for like 10 bucks 20 dollars whatever I think I would pay 20 dollars for this game which is definitely too much now that I've said it out loud 10 dollars in a second 12.50 possibly it's probably not going to be 50 it's going to be 12.99 um, they want to leave that penny in your pocket you know but uh, yeah I'm just disappointed there's no way to get it they used it for marketing it also brings to mind that I think people want to play these games and can't quite um and by that i mean like they i don't think they wanted to release it outright because i think people would have been like i don't need nhl 21 i'll just play this that's fair and it's a kind of a bummer it kind of says where nhl games are at in terms of the current um love for them but uh yeah it's tough i just want to play nhl 94 rewind and the truth is i'll probably want to play it for like three days for four hours total and i'll be like okay i remember this it was good and it had some good stuff but also it's not that great but what it calls to mind is the thing i talk about a lot it's this idea of like what is what makes great sports video games and i always say now soccer is the dominant video game sport and the reason is like in madden I'm going to give up 51 points in a Madden game too many times. I'm not going to give up 12 goals in an NHL game or in a FIFA game. But every once in a while you get your ass handed to you. But the truth is, and when you're playing FIFA, like every interaction is like a one-on-one battle. And then that battle turns into like the next sequence, you know, like, oh, I beat the guy on the wing. Now I'm going to go for goal. I'm inside the penalty box. Now I'm going to pass at the last second or whatever. So there's these little micro interactions that build up to be interesting. And each of those micro interactions is valid. And I feel like I can win. You feel like you can win. And then when you beat me, I'm like, oh crap, he's got a breakaway or whatever. Or I'm like, yeah, I tackled you. And that's exactly what I, I verbalize those things every time when I'm playing. I just sound like a total lunatic. But that's uh, that's why soccer is such a great video game sport. And NHL games 
used to be that because it was just simplified. And NHL 94 simplifies that like risk reward moment. Am I going to go for the big hit or am I going to back away and try to poke check you? Am I going to, you've got a bit of a breakaway. Am I going to try to poke check you at the risk of penalty, uh, you know, tripping you penalty shot, or am I going to, you know, let control the goalie like a maniac and then do something there. It's just, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I actually, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've just said it. And I stand by it. Um, but this is usually where I have a guest on and then we talk more about it. But again, I'm going to have Mike Young on here. We're going to talk more about it. Uh, I did find out this little tidbit, which was interesting, that if you go to the score screen on NHL 94, there's a severed leg on the bottom left of the screen. There's just a blue little leg piece that uh, should be attached to a human being and isn't. And if you, th there are people that have mods and play this. Um, and there was a little bit of code that they told you to put in that would restore the person that was there. Otherwise, he just left behind his leg. Um, celebrations get pretty violent. Uh, yeah, that's enough about that. I think we can move on. I think we're good there. I just hit the wrong button. Uh, I don't know what just happened. I was just trying to check the time to see how long I babbled about this. Also, Gillette style zone in Madden. How funny is a Gillette style zone? That they like Gillette, like you don't even know what this is, and you play Madden probably. You're like, what is the Gillette style zone? I forgot. I wrote it down three months ago because I thought it was just so dumb. Um, I guess it's when you're changing your player and what they look like. Gillette style zone. Cool. Uh, moving on to our feature. This is going to shock and awe, I believe. And that is, I started playing Superstar KO in Madden. Now, I did this because I was waiting to play my league game. And I was just staring at the screen. I'd done everything in my franchise. I'd practiced. I'd, I was just like, I don't need to practice anymore. I'm ready to go. So I backed out of the screen. And there it was. Superstar KO. There's a dramatic pause because I had looked up at my notes and it said handball 21. And I was like, I definitely didn't back out of the screen to play handball 21. That would have been fucking awesome. That would have been the greatest. Handball 21. Throw me the football. I'm going to throw it right back to you. Forward pass is legal. Probably. I don't know what handball is all about. I can't wait. I remember when I had to review rugby. Uh, EA Sports released rugby 300 years ago. I was working in an official PlayStation magazine. My boss is British. I think there's somebody else who understood rugby. And they're like, nope, you're the sports guy. you got to review this. And I was like, I have no idea how to play rugby. I have no idea what it means. No idea. And I don't think Wikipedia was around to really explain it in that era. And I just reviewed a game of a sport that I had no idea about. And I basically learned that's Handball 21 on Steam, November 12, 2020. It's really great because it's basically like uh, the election will be called by then. We'll have Joe Biden as a president. Donald Trump will literally try to burn the world. And in that time, we can fight back, not by donating to the Georgia Senate races, which you absolutely should uh, go to fairfight.com for that. But uh, you, we will all play handball as a community and America will rise up in handball uh, and just basically suppress all the nonsense and then nobody will be killed. It'll be, it'll just be great. No political violence. Moving on. Superstar KO. So I started playing Superstar KO. Now this apparently was in last year's game. Never backed out or clicked on it. Didn't know what it was. Somebody, I was talking about the yard and I was like, this is dumb as shit. I'd never want to fucking play the yard. I'd rather chop off my foot and eat it. And they're like, don't do that. Uh, and I was like, that's fine. I won't do that. What's your next point? And they said, the yard is sort of similar to Superstar KO. It's like people want shorter experiences. Kids love it. And I was like, 
oh, I have no idea that it exists, which is a real knock on me as a person. I mean, I've had this game for a while. I, you know, year after year, I play it. And I play my Madden League games, and that's kind of it. At this time, you know, Superstar KO. So what it is, is you go in, you pick three star players. So they give you a choice of five. Like maybe you'll get a shot at five offensive studs, and it might be Saquon Barkley, might be Patrick Mahomes, might be Aaron Rodgers, might be a wide receiver. But you get like an offensive stud, and then it's like, okay, pick your second player, and it's another handful of five. And it might be uh, defensive players, might be linebackers or safeties or cornerbacks. Uh, and they're within there, it's like, there's like super rare guys who are just fucking baller above baller. And then there's like common and whatever. But the next thing you get to pick a third. And so basically you end up with three superstar players or star players. And then you play uh, one. I don't know what it's called when you I've just my brain is so tired right now. But you're try, you get one chance to score. You get four downs. You keep getting first downs. You keep going until you score a touchdown. What's that called? Man, this is I really do rely a lot on on co-people to do this show so it makes any semblance of sense because my brain is calcified from finishing my novel, which I did last week uh, or two weeks ago. I talked about it on the podcast. It doesn't matter. Okay, so you get a series. Series? Yeah. I don't know. Is that a full thing? If you go... If you get a first down, is that a, is that still the same series or is that a new series? That should be a new series. A possession. That's it. All right. So you get a possession and you try to score a touchdown. And if you score a touchdown, then you get a chance for a two-point conversion. After that, other team gets the ball. They get a series. They get a possession. They try to score a touchdown. If you didn't score, they score, they win. If you scored they score and you tie, then you go to like a overtime situation. And that's basically how it works. Very simple. And it's just the one possession for each team. Um, after that, um, I played it and I was just like, oh, that's so quick and fun. It's the loading time and like picking your players is a little dumb because it takes too long. And I find that annoying. But otherwise, you know, you get to play a quick game and it's like the uniforms are crazy, but like sensibly crazy like you actually know who's on your team unlike in the yard and i was just into it i was like this is i totally get why people play this um and then after my first game just loving it and by the way my first game i scored a dude beat me in overtime like it i think you just get one play after when you go to overtime you just get one play and yet like whoever gets the most yards i don't remember it doesn't matter but play it and you'll know and the dude sent me a message, which most people don't send messages after a game, but sometimes people will. And this guy sent L. And I was like, does that mean loss? I don't know what it means. So I just sent back GG for good game, just being a good guy. And he wrote back L. And I was like, is this one of these MAGA fuckers who like, lives to have like such a low bar of what makes them feel valid in the world that they want to shit on somebody? So I just wrote back and this was like 10 minutes later because it was just in my head of like, who is this person and what did, what are they doing and how sad are they? And so I just wrote back, cool, with an exclamation point and then reported their message because I was like, this is just dumb and these people suck. Um, but also you won. That's what, I, It just kills me. Like if he would have sent a W, I would have been like, good game. And if he would have sent a w, a bit, game, w again, I would have said, cool. And then I might not have reported him. But the L just feel like, I don't know. Maybe he 
didn't even mean to. Maybe just dropped his keyboard down the stairs. It's also possible. But what I'm getting at is Madden had some cool stuff that I didn't know about, and I'm kind of I'm kind of with it. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of interested. And so my plan is to pitch my league on a 32 team post season tournament. Maybe in fact, this is a better idea. Thank you for mentioning it. Um, when the playoffs start. Anybody who didn't make the playoffs, we have this tournament. And it's kind of like an FA Cup situation. I think that's one of the great parts about soccer, and I would love to implement that stuff in Madden, that idea that you can just sort of like have a little mini tournament on the side, no injuries or whatever. But you can have a fun thing on the side that people can play along. So if you're 2-14, and 14, you can be like, okay, this is the game I'm going to focus on. I can win this. I can win this, and I can win this little mini Super Bowl, and then I can get the plastic trophy instead of you know the gold-plated one. Or it might actually be solid gold. No, that's just the FIFA uh, World Cup tournament championship trophy. But uh, also, one thing I would like to add, because it's out of the blue, is it looks like the NFL might add an eighth team to the playoffs. means no first-round buy, and they're going to do that because of coronavirus, which is fucking raging through America and the world. Uh, Be super careful. Wear a mask. You guys know this by now. And if you're not doing it because you're such a hard ass and so cool, just means you're giving it to other people. And that just sort of sucks if you really think about it. Like, you know, you just don't give a shit about other people. Selfishness, not as fun as you think it's been for the last four years. Okay. So I forgot what I was even talking about, but I know that it was awesome. All right. I remember. I was uh, clearly kidding. I was talking about the eighth football or the eighth team and all that stuff. But I just wish Madden had more things that you could do. Like, and by Madden League, yeah, we would just make it eight playoff teams. Why not? Like, why? what are we restricting people who get to play in the postseason? Yeah, you don't want everybody getting in. But why not have that fight all the way to the end so people aren't tanking like I did for a game when I shouldn't have? I could have been nine and seven, eight and eight. Um I would have missed the playoffs anyway. No, no, maybe not. I could have made the playoffs. If only there was that that little possibility that I was going to be the eighth playoff team. Um, So, yeah, I guess I'm disappointed in that. that There just aren't those kind of sliders because, yeah, in a a franchise, an online franchise, why are we mirroring the NFL so closely? Like, why is that actually a thing? just seems dumb to me. Um, So, yeah, I would love to see those kind of updates. That's it. That's enough of this. We're going to move on. We're going to let you have your day. I've been trying to shorten these because I know when we we kicked off Sports Anomaly, I was going like over an hour. Now I'm trying to keep to 30 minutes, which is something I think people will listen to. We're going to start having guests again soon um, and just getting weird as we used to. I feel like it's been kind of a weird period because of, uh, you know, depression, election, COVID exhaustion. Um, but I think things are going to start ticking up into a better place. Um, and I just feel like oh, there's hope in the world and, uh, that we'll see how that goes. That could go terribly. Um, Netflix minute. That's what you've been begging for. That's what you're thirsty for. I gotta say, watch Lovecraft country. It's a fascinating show. It, some of it is scary as shit. Some of it's just interesting. It's got flaws. There's some dipshit stuff that happens where you're like, wait, why is that character acting that way? I thought they would, but, uh, but overall, I, I think it was a really great show. It was really interesting. If you don't have time for that, um, the trial of the Chicago seven, I just watched that last night. Aaron Sorkin is just masterful. Like if you, if you're thinking like I should write a movie, 
basically watch an Aaron Sorkin movie, especially that one, and just watch. Because I'm good at writing two characters in a room talking. That's like one of my go-tos when I'm writing screenplays. But now, as I've evolved and I've realized I need third and fourth characters, I put more and more people in. But he, like nobody else, can define a character with the fewest sentences. And then you're just like, oh. That guy's uh, an asshole. That guy's got a big head. That guy's like a little wimpy. That guy's spaced out. That guy's funny. And how he uses humor. It's brilliant. He's a brilliant, brilliant writer. I've always admired him. Um, One thing, the ending, the very, very end, you're going to be like, what? Just like, that's weird. That doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the movie. But literally, it's up until the last like three minutes, and you can kind of dispense that, and then look up what really happened, and you can be like, okay, uh, he maybe shouldn't direct all his films. But ultimately, it's free. It's on Netflix. Also, I don't think I've even mentioned this. Watch Borat. It's super. I probably already said this. I have no idea what I've talked about in the last year and a half. But uh, first eight to twelve to twenty minutes, you're gonna be like, I don't really, and then all of a sudden. It's a fucking thrill ride. A fucking thrill ride. That's what should be on the poster if posters even existed anymore. All right, that's the show. Patreon Power Hour time. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Sports Anomaly. Give us $5 if you can. If you can't, you know, I am I have forgotten to say this for a while, but go back and look at the pictures for each tier on our website. But somebody gave us five bucks this week, and I felt like a million dollars. So that's what you, you could make me feel like 20 to $20 million by giving five dollars and if you just want to listen to it for free i totally get that we're gonna go back to having an episode every other week and i think next week is gonna be the mike young episode where we talk about nhl 94 we've never gotten our second long shot episode where i tell more secrets on it but we're gonna be doing that at some point um but who knows when there's just so much so much to talk about all right thank you very much have a great week John King for uh, Secretary of Finger Dabbing. That's the last thing I'll say. John King on CNN, his hand gestures while he's like touching the magic wall. He just does this sort of Mr. Burns kind of thing. I don't know if it's Mr. Burns. He does it like a still thing. It's like he's making, he's just touching all his fingertips against one another. And it's like calming manner that I've just found really extraordinary. And I'm grateful for it. That's it. Ha, ha, ha.